What's going on, guys? AJ here, back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. Um, what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about employee churn um, and just how to stop turnover. You know, a lot of um, a lot of startups have this problem, and uh, again, a lot of companies have this problem, but really, a lot of startups have this problem. A lot of startups have this problem, in my personal opinion, because they don't have any. I was about to use the word processes and systems, but I've been told not to use that. So let me try to re- reframe that at the startup level. The reason why a lot of startups have churn with new hires and, and they have a lot of um, retention issues because I believe they don't have any solutions when it comes to uh, how to solve these problems. They don't have any proactive best practices when it comes to these things, frameworks, if you will, tools. Um, and so I want to give you guys a few that I just think is really, really, really key that can genuinely stop and reduce your churn. Um, number one, improve your interview process. The things that I'm doing right now with Beyond Brand and Beyond Resume, I think for a fact will help uh, solve some of that. Um, I think organizations do a horrible job of explaining what employees are actually getting into within the world of the startup operationally, not vibes, just full operations. And I've given you guys a multitude of episodes talking about that. You can find that content and I will break that down on those on those episodes. But taking advantage of a beyond brand execution, which the, the macro point of view of that is the following. If you articulate what is actually happening operationally today, you know, not what happened last year, not where the, the, the state of the company was operationally six months ago, not even three months ago, today, if you can explain that for your incoming talent that you are actively recruiting and get very clear about that and communicate that information in audio form so they can hear it or in visual form on video from the actual manager that's going to be directly supporting and leading that incoming candidate. And then you guys can have a very thoughtful interview process. That will make things a lot better. Beyond resume, I haven't talked a lot about that, so maybe I'll give a little bit more context on that. I believe beyond resume can stop this as well. Beyond resume looks like a couple of different things. Number one, there's uh, an idea that I'm tossing around my head where I will actually help candidates create their own kind of beyond brand initiative where I will interview them on a very in-depth, long podcast. I will then use my editing abilities and my team to chop up the content into about 18 different one to three minute categories. And then what will inevitably happen is we will put that on a small little landing page, nice clean photo at the top of it, and they will use that and send that prior to going into an interview. Now, this beyond resume will go into a lot of things operationally for them as an employee. These will be their non-negotiables. These will be things for them that are very kind of set in stone around the ways that they want to work and the ways that they show up within an organization. So the organization knows who they are getting and what they're getting as well. Um, The other piece of the Beyond Resume without kind of the podcast format and the facilitation format is for these individuals uh, alone just to put this together in a written format. The Beyond Resume and the Beyond um, and the Beyond Brand, those two initiatives will definitely improve the interview process because those two initiatives provide a level of clarity before you even get to the interview, which makes the interview process a lot better. Now, how is this connected to churn? It's a no-brainer. When you get into these interviews, both parties are forgetting to bring up a lot of data. And so inevitably, and I'm, again, I'm just going through this quickly, inevitably though, the long story short of it is you are ending up hiring a person that you that you have not thoughtfully enough 
figured out. And then on the other side, an employee is coming to the organization where they have not thoughtfully enough figured out what they're getting into as well. Thus, three months, six months, 12 months into the role, productivity is dropping. Or in this case, the churn is occurring where they're just leaving the company altogether. Um, So that's never good. The second thing I want to talk about, guys, is developing uh, your managers. Um, Let's just call it what it is. If you're a startup of 50 people, you probably have one to three to five managers. Those managers internally need to be uh, developed, right? And so back to the Beyond Brand example, where the manager will be articulating some information, I need these managers to really be on their game. So let me explain to you what I mean by that. They need to understand change management communication. They need to understand how to build true contextual um, emotional glue with those that are leading. They need to understand how to really support and communicate when it comes to career mapping and development. They need to understand how to communicate to an individual of one contextually, not talk to Sarah, Andrew, and Derek the exact same way, but Sarah, Andrew, and Derek, need they need to understand, speaking of the manager now, they need to understand how those folks like to be communicated contextually, how they like to be developed contextually, how they like to be rewarded contextually, how they like to be led contextually. Um, they need to know these things. These things are vital. And so um, at the startup level, I mean, it's just a fact, guys. You guys are not putting your leaders, your managers, your new managers, because if you're a startup, what are you, three years, four years, two years, 18 months into the process? And, and, and don't even let me get going on these companies that are growing fast. Sorry, I took a sip of the coffee there. Don't even let me get going on the companies that are growing fast where you've gone from 12 employees to 60 in like three months. Now, all of a sudden, you have a you have these management layers and these folks that are supposed to be quote unquote managers that maybe were managers in their lifetime at some point, but probably in those moments didn't have manager training as well. And so. There's manager training at a very operational level around how to set KPIs, how to how to set expectations, how to communicate clearly, how to just really do the, the, the true operational role of being a manager. And then what I think is even more important than that, there is the emotional part of being a manager. There is the empathetic part of being a, a manager. There's, a, there's the communicative part of being a manager. There's the um, motherly part of being a manager, which I am a really big fan of, the emotional part of being a manager. And a lot of startup founders and, and, and organizations are just not providing that type of training. Um, I think the last thing that can really, really, really help um, um, stop the churn is solicit suggestions from your workforce and use that as law. Let me say it again. Solicit suggestions from your workforce and use that information as law. What I mean by that And I kind of gave you guys a nice little awkward pause there. What I mean by that is the following. And I've never understood why organizations do not get this. So I'm going to make this really simple, though, because I've talked about this a lot. If you're running a company, straight up, if you are running a company, I do not think it it is in your best interest to research what Google is doing, what Netflix did, what Coinbase did what company down the street did, what your, uh, your, your girlfriend's ex-boyfriend's cousin that just started a company three years ago and now it's 95 employees, what he did. 
I don't think it's in your best interest to research what they are doing when it comes to people operations, when it comes to HR, when it comes to employee experience, when it comes to just operating a company, and then take it literally what they are doing and then plug and play into your organization without doing the following. Anytime you plug and play, if that's is that that really is what you're going to do, I believe it is in your best interest to not just plug and play and step back. But when you plug and play, get feedback from your people and don't just get feedback. Take it a step further. Remember, I said it's law. How they want to go about every component of your organization. It could be marketing initiatives. It could be operations. It could be career mapping. It could be development. It could be um I don't know. I don't care what it is. I don't care what category of the organization. You need to go through your employees first from a data perspective and take exactly what they say to a T to some degree as law and really, 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 really try your hardest to make tangible adjustments and changes based off of the data. Do not just keep putting in these best practices from these other organizations around every component of the organization when it comes to your people and assume that those things are going to work for your people. Your people are not the people at Google. Your people are not the people at Netflix. Your people are not the people at Coinbase. Your people are not the people at Uber. Your people are not the people at Airbnb. I can go on and on and on and on and on. Every single person that you have in your organization, whether you have 15 or you have 115, They all have contextual needs, desires, development styles, learning styles, listening styles, communication styles, needs, wants, perspectives. They're all different. And last time I checked, your managers internally are all different. They all have different capacities. They all have different capabilities. They all have different points of views. They all are different. You don't have the same managers that Airbnb has. You don't have the same managers that Uber has. And on top of all of that, you guys don't have all the historical operational data and nuances of those organizations as well. These things, when it comes to people, guys, it is not a plug and play. The reason why podcasts like like this exist, the reason why blogs exist, the reason why white papers exist, the reason why advice and frameworks exist is because it's supposed to be a guiding force. It's supposed to be a best practice and an example. It's supposed to be an idea. But what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take that concept, take that idea and make it work for you. Make it contextual to your people. So those are my suggestions on how you can stop and reduce churn when it comes to new hires at the startup level. I think this was a great episode. I hope you guys would agree. And uh, we'll chat soon.